Welcome back, everyone, to the High Tempo Sports Podcast, episode 112. Today, we are back on our weekly Wednesday upload. We got a lot to to discuss today. Lots to cover, because Saturday is going to be a huge hour, or whatever day we do Yeah, probably Friday. Whatever day. It'll be long, just as long of an episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Friday, we're going to be doing our whole NBA season prediction episode. It's probably my favorite episode to do. Ever like I absolutely yeah, no, love to I'd do say that so. episode. Um, I'm ex- super excited to do that. But today we are doing a lot. We have a lot of news topics to cover. We're obviously doing weekly picks like usual. We are doing our top five NFL MVP race, I guess, mm-hmm. right now candidates. And then we are doing our top ten breakout players in the NBA this upcoming season. So and today and is one week away from our. Two year anniversary. Yeah, it is our one. We are one week away from two years. So next Wednesday will be a very special episode. Maybe, maybe it could just be very. It could just be regular. Maybe we'll talk about it at the beginning. But yeah, I don't really know what to do for a two year anniversary. Yeah, I don't either. But hopefully, maybe we'll have a new uh, logo by then. Yeah, do we get each other jewelry? (laughs) Like, do we have like a celebration? Good, yeah. Presents. Maybe. <coughs> probably not. Yeah, probably I not. I don't have that kind of money. Um, If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, go ahead and hit that download button that's right next to the play button because you might as well if you're already listening. You got nothing better to do. If you're do. listening on YouTube watching us, thanks, and hit the like button. Yeah, and rate us. Give us give us the old yeah. five star. Don't maybe, rate us bad. Maybe even subscribe if you feel like it. Yeah, that'd be cool. And lastly, go check out our TikTok because we are continuing to just make Banger after banger on TikTok. They just keep coming. I mean, literally, it's just like, it's like we, TikTok just knows. Yeah, TikTok loves us. These guys just make great <laughs> content. So you guys should go ahead and check it out while you're at it. Mm-hmm. All right, that's pretty much all. Let's hop into it because we got a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. First things first. What, are we going to get it out of the way? John Gruden. Oh. 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 That's oh. what I was going to get Yeah, out of we way. can get that out of the That's way, That's what too. I was going to get out of the yeah, way. Yeah. Uh, John Gruden, Las Vegas Raiders head coach, resigns. Uh, pretty much probably got told to resign. I mean, I guess it was kind of his own decision, but... I mean, yeah. Um, This sure. was this came out uh, a, like a week or two, probably about a week ago, that Gruden uh, sent a racist email or a, had an email that had... I don't know if it was like racist, I think it was, but it was r- racist. Something, something about, yeah. with... Yeah, and... um. And it wasn't like, I mean, it was a big, you know, it was, it was from 2011, but he like spoke about it. They asked him about it. He said he wasn't going to resign. Like it was, I'm not, I don't want to say it wasn't a big deal, but like but, people didn't seem to care as much as they do now. Right. It's Things that was, changed yeah, exactly. Then. And then since, and then Monday night football during the game, a whole, everything comes out that was in this whole set of emails yeah, and apparently the emails were seven years. They spanned seven years of time. Really? Yeah, like because it, one of them was in 2014. Because yeah, when it Michael wasn't Sam just like, got drafted. Yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't just, just like 2011. It wasn't one. just a whole one email of just him ranting <laughs> about. It, it everything. was like a long time of him saying. Um. Yeah. He shit. he 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 said a whole lot of things. Um. Uh, he covered everything. I mean, yeah. he hit, <laughs> he hit every group. Every I mean, group that literally. Like, I don't know how to describe it. He had it. every uh, way to offend somebody. Yeah, he, he did, did all of those. Yeah. Um. So that was a little like, okay. He's gone. He's gone. Um. He resigns. Get him out of here. And he's probably done with Football. being in the spotlight. I mean, he's not going to go back to broadcasting. He's not going to get another coaching job. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are removing him from their Hall of Fame or whatever, the Ring of Honor. Huh? And he won them Damn. their first ever championship as their coach. So that is a 
mean, this is obviously a big deal. So Gruden is done. He should just go off the Gruden, 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 Gruden. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sucks for the Raiders, though, because they were off to a pretty good year, mm-hmm. and all this drama and spotlight is coming on them, and now they have to try to figure out who their next coach is going to be, whether they just – their special teams coordinator, I think, is going to be the interim head coach, but – just a whole, just a crappy situation right now. Yeah, it sucks for the Raiders organization. I'm not gonna say it sucks for Gruden because I don't think anything. I mean, yeah, yeah, it probably does suck for Gruden. But like, but I just don't feel bad. Self inflicted. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel bad for the guy. But uh, like, I re- I do feel bad for like Derek Carr, who's been having a pretty good year, and the Raiders have been having their first good yeah. year in a long time, and things are starting to look up, and then you're just hit with the heaviest door in the whole world just closed on your head. Yeah, so. and he also was like one of the highest paid coaches in the NFL. He had he signed a huge deal in like mm-hmm. 2018, 19, like a 10 year contract? I mean, he's one of the biggest coaches in the NFL. Yeah. Like NFL fans know him before they know a lot of other coaches. Yeah, exactly. So it's that makes this even worse, you mm-hmm. know? So, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah, yeah nothing more to talk yeah. about. Next, uh, maybe this is the thing you wanted to get out of the way. Yeah. Ben I'm, Simmons? I'm so sick of talking about Ben okay, Simmons. Okay, I didn't know if it was Ben Simmons or Kyrie. We said that we were not going to talk about Ben Simmons um, until he is traded. Or if something wild happens. I think this counts it's as like, something eh, wild. It's like not wild, but it's worth talking about. Can we just make like a four-minute segment? Like, oh, can yeah, we have it done by 10? Yeah, we'll have it done by okay. 10. Um, it's going to be different for the people listening, obviously. but <laughs> No, it'll be tough. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. <laughs> a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It'll be like 9.52. Um, but Ben Simmons, uh, this came out, what, Monday or Sunday? I think not, Monday. Yeah. I think it was Monday. Woj tweets that Ben Simmons and the 76ers are have not resolved their issues, I guess, but Ben Simmons is going to report to training camp as there's been conversations that have between the two, even though it's not between Ben Simmons at all, it's just Rich, Rich Paul, Paul. <laughs> and Doc Rivers and, and Daryl Morey and them. And Ben Simmons is going to play for the Sixers in training camp, at least. Um, We obviously still don't know if he's going to play, but this is really interesting because... I mean, I assume it obviously hasn't come out why he's coming back, but we can assume it is money. Yeah. Um, he w- wasn't getting paid his one-fourth of his salary, the $8.5 million or something that he was supposed to get at a certain deadline. Philly said, we're not paying it to you. You're not going to be on our you're Yeah, not you're, not, you're not on our team right yeah. now. So pretty much the Sixers kind of come out as the winners in this. I yeah. mean, Ben Simmons. Sim- Sixers won. They, yeah, the, the Rich Paul and Ben Simmons said they were willing to for, to, you know, not get paid the whole season worth, mm-hmm. the $32 million or whatever it is, and clearly they lied. <laughs> I think Ben Simmons went, wait a second. That's a lot of money. <laughs> $32 million is way more I money could just than I like have right now. Up. Like I could just get another $32 million just <laughs> going and doing what yeah. I like to do. <laughs> um, So he is he it returned to Philadelphia, which apparently when he got to Philadelphia, no one knew he was there or no one knew he was coming. Yeah, nobody to, had talked to him. Yeah, anymore. no one had let any, like showed up. No one had let anyone know. He just showed up. Yeah. How awkward is this going to be? I mean, him and Joel Embiid have been beefing, have been beefing, giving comments out. Um, obviously, he said he sold his house too, or yeah, he put it up for sale. So I don't know if he's just going to be rocking in a Motel Six. In Philly, <laughs> yeah, that's now. probably it. Um, but obviously, Ben Simmons still there still is a very very high possibility he gets traded. I don't. I mean, this could just be like a James Harden situation mm-hmm. last year, where Harden 
Harden made it very clear he wanted out of Houston, but he still showed up, yeah. and he still played, too. He's I bet played. you that's what Daryl Morey's saying is, hey, just show up and we'll get rid of you. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, because this is a lot different, though, because they you got to think about what they said to Ben Simmons. Well, yeah, that's why I'm saying this is a lot different. I mean, they have, they've been trying to make this situation resolved, but Daryl Morey also isn't going to play the, all right, I'm going to do you right, Simmons. We'll, we'll get yeah. you this trade. No, he's trying to get whatever the best trade he can get for, sexy, for his team. So we'll see what ends up happening. Um, but Simmons is back. I don't think he'll play, though, like in a game. I, I feel like it. they'll sit him if if he doesn't get traded by the time the regular season starts. I mean, it starts in a week, so I don't know. I, I, I have no clue. If he gets traded, like the Pistons are rumors, those can stop. How crazy would that be if if he plays, like, opening night in Philly? I don't know if their first game is home or not, but... <laughs> I, does he get booed? The, I, yeah, I think so. I right? think he gets like viciously booed. Yeah, like, and it's Philly. <laughs> yeah, so like they're they're not gonna hold anything oh back. Oh my god, dude! I don't know. This is gonna be. This is weird. The situation got even weirder. The NBA is having so many weird situations lately. Did not expect this at all. Like this is the worst for the NBA too. They're trying to have this seventy fifth anniversary yeah, year, backs. and they and then they have these horrible. I don't even know what you call them, headlines going on yeah. with Simmons and Kyrie. And it's just mm-hmm. like, can we just focus on the celebration of the NBA? The you hoops. Know? Yeah. Hoops. Uh, um, but, no. yeah, you said the Pistons uh, that, trades, that though. stop. I don't know how true that is, old Jeremy Grant. I mean, it, I don't know. I don't know. It's bad. It's bad. We'll see what we'll see what ends up happening with Simmons. But this is the last time we're talking. Actually, because I don't know. I mean, we might talk about him next whether he, week. Yeah, whether he <laughs> like, plays or not. Yeah. Well, next week if he gets traded. Next like, week when he's in a Pistons jersey, I'll have to buy his jersey. So, I don't even know how I feel about that. <laughs> I don't want to get into that's it. That's not gonna happen. It better I, not. It, I just there. I don't think it's. He gonna don't happen. fit the timeline. It just. It isn't even. We don't even have to worry about it happening. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I'm trusting you. Is that it on Simmons? I hope so. <laughs> we went a little past ten minutes. <clears throat> um, next, Kyrie Irving, another. Another headline that the NBA just doesn't need right now. Um, the Brooklyn Nets, uh, I mean, Kyrie Irving, if you don't know, he obviously is unvaccinated in the city of New York. You have to be vaccinated to play in home games, to practice, even though they made a way that Kyrie could He's practice. practicing for a bit. Um, but, yeah, and then the Nets pretty much came out and said, we are not going to allow Kyrie Irving to be a part of to have part-time availability. He is yep. either all in or he's not going to play. And this is really weird because it Steve Nash said like three days ago, yeah, we're fully ready to have a season where Kyrie can't play in home games. And so obviously him and Sean Marks, or I think Sean Marks is the, the Nets GM, they're yeah, not on the same page. Right. So this is this is odd because I don't think Kyrie, I don't think the Nets like want to trade away Kyrie mm-hmm. Irving. But Kyrie has made it clear that he's, not going to get vaccinated. And I don't think Kyrie's going to budge on that. Not no, like Wiggins. Exactly. He's not going to fold. Yeah, and not like Simmons neither. Obviously, different yeah. different story. But, like, but he's not going to fold. That's yeah. not Kyrie. I don't know, though. He folded when he said he was boycotting the NBA. Remember when he did that whole thing? Where he never he, went to the bubble, though. But do you remember this when he was Wasn't like, that about the bubble, though? It was... No, that was... <laughs> was it about the restart of the next season? Yeah, and it was about them, like... It was during the whole time when... And I'm not saying anything wrong with this, but, like... It was when everything was going on, where everybody oh, was yeah, kneeling yeah, and where everything. The name, where the games got, uh, where they postponed yeah. the games. And, and stuff. he was saying, yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to boycott the league. We're going to make our own league. Yeah, remember yeah, this? Yeah, I do remember And that. he's like, I'm yeah. never playing in the that NBA again. Weird. Yeah, which I don't know why. Like, he just, But I don't see him folding on this. Yeah, uh, I don't really either. So we'll see. I mean, maybe, maybe the Nets are going to start exploring a Kyrie Irving trade because 
That is a, I mean, he's part of their big three. This is the best big three in the NBA, and he is a huge piece yeah, of he, that. Like, he's one third of it. He's thirty three percent of the He is a huge. This three. is a team that has not only championship aspirations, but they are the they are the favorite to win the championship this mm-hmm. upcoming year. Without Kyrie Irving, I'm not saying they aren't. They obviously probably still could win a championship, but it's going to be a little bit tougher. Yeah, it makes it a little bit harder when you have a top 30 player in the league. And, I, you know, I've seen the arguments where, like, Kyrie, he only plays, he's only going to play 50 games anyways. So, you know, it's not like it's that much of a change. But it is, though. I mean, it's not well, like he's going to play every road game, too, you know? Yeah, so, and the issue is when they get to playoffs yeah. and the Brooklyn Nets are the two seed and have home home court advantage all yeah. playoffs, every game seven they play and Kyrie Irving does not get to see the floor. Yeah, and then they play the Warriors in the finals. And, and game seven. You, no one can play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he can't play in he any can't, game. He can't play. No, no one can play. <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole, nobody can. Yeah. <laughs> that is an issue. Like, and I'm not, I, I don't feel any way about the vaccination and the thing, or I anything. I do, you know, like Harden came out and said everyone should respect Kyrie Irving. And I, 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 I agree. I do think you should, res- we re- should respect his decision. It just sucks that it has to be, be so public like this. And it also just is causing such an issue. Like Kyrie well, Irving said a while ago that if he gets traded from the Nets, he would retire. Um, so I don't think the Nets would be exploring a trade right now. Obviously, they've talked about the Simmons for Kyrie swap. Um, it would send Kyrie to another contender. It's not like he'd be going to mm-hmm. Sacramento or nothing, but I don't know. Um, this is a really odd situation we have going on, and I don't I don't know what's going to – I mean, maybe they change the rules maybe, but I doubt they're going to change the rules. No, absolutely About not. Kyrie Irving. No, sure. it's, it really sucks because something is so non-basketball related and it is affecting basketball watchers yeah. everywhere. Uh, and that's where, like, it is horrible to think about. It's just this is not a basketball issue. There's nothing basketball related about anything going on here. It's just the fact that he can't play right now, and that sucks. Because it's not like he is doing something. It's not like he's doing something illegal. Like, he's not. Yeah. He didn't get in legal <laughs> trouble. He's just making his own so personal So is he just going to, like, sit? Until I mean, what I really don't know what's gonna happen. Like because he might as well. He, the my, Nets literally said that, so he's not even gonna play road games because <coughs> they said he's just not going to play until un, until he's a full time participant. So pretty much get vaccinated or, or you're, you're not, not playing. playing ever. And I don't think I don't I don't I don't think Kyrie's in any hurry practice, to. I don't no. think he's any hurry to get it. So. I don't know. This is this situation is almost becoming weirder than the Ben Simmons one. I think. Oh, I think it is because the Ben one Simmons is, one is basketball related, ben, and the Ben Simmons one we kind of know what the what the end of it's going to be. Okay, yeah. he's going to get traded at some point. The Kyrie Irving one is like, who is he going to get traded? Is he going to sit the whole year? Is he just going to get the shot? I don't know. I don't know what any of the results are going to be from this. Facts and Kenny was spitting facts on Twitter about the. The Ben Simmons Kyrie Irving trade looks better and better every day. I mean, yeah, it makes it, sense. It makes total but sense. Philly for both said franchise. something about how they don't want to trade for Kyrie right now. Well, yeah, <laughs> I don't think. I mean, I don't Nobody think any would. team wants to trade for Kyrie right now. I mean, he Kyrie is a great player, but God, no one has more off the court issues than Kyrie. drama than Kyrie. And I don't even know if he like purposely is trying to do it. But last year, he had like four different things during the season that was like. Just drama, yeah. like headlines about Kyrie. In Boston, and then, everybody hated him. Yeah, exactly. The whole team hated him. Ever since he left him. Cleveland, like ever since he requested a trade from Cleveland. Ever since he thought he was better than LeBron yeah. James, 
It's been an no, issue. Ever since he thought he didn't need LeBron yeah, James. Yeah, he was. Well, he he literally he was like, I I should be a number one option. I shouldn't be playing second fiddle. No, dude, you're you're like third fiddle. Don't take this for granted. You're playing with LeBron James. Yeah, like <laughs> do you realize who you're playing with, dog? Yeah. And oh, that that does bug me because like it just that that that's weird. Yeah, Not but we'll see what that. ends up happening with this situation. Obviously, we'll keep everyone updated. But it's wild. It's wild. The NBA is crazy. Last thing on the news. MLB playoffs continue to go on. We have three out of the four championship series teams now in the American League. The Boston Red Sox defeated the Rays in four games, three to one, to move on. So they took out the number one seed in the AL. They were a wild card team. And then the Houston Astros uh, take down the White Sox. I don't know if they swept them or if they won three to one, but pretty handily, Mm -hmm. the Astros defeat the Red Sox. Pretty sure the Astros are cheating again, but... (laughs) That's beyond me. So we're going to have Red Sox, Astros in the ALCS, and then in the National League, the Braves defeated the Brewers last night, three games to one to move on. And they still don't have Ronald Acuna, which is pretty wild run for the Braves. And then we're going to have a game five of Giants-Dodgers tomorrow night as the Dodgers won last night to force a game five. So Yeah, and guess who watched like an hour of baseball the other day? Yeah. Half ass watched it. I like half ass watched. I was watching it, but I was Which, on my Wait, phone. when we were watching the Giants or Dodgers yeah. or the Brewers Braves? The Brewers Braves. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, the Dodgers Giants is on, but I really wasn't paying attention during that one. Yeah. Like I was really hard. Name one player from Brewers Braves. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Next. All right. Um, <laughs> okay, wait. You got to give me one. So I was gonna say Christian Yelich because he was like okay, he was yeah. at to, up to bat with two outs yes, left, had and, a chance, to and hit. we were stopped Mafia. Yeah, oh, we he, like, he needs that home run to win, this, and then they get caught looking. Yeah, yeah, and then, he, <laughs> and then Barry Hills in the corner, baseball guy. <laughs> oh, you get caught looking. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much it, though. Let's move on. College football. What a crazy week we had last week in college football. Michigan and Michigan State both take down. Big Ten opponents, uh, Rutgers and Nebraska, to remain undefeated, and they both move into the top ten. Or I mean, Michigan State moves in, so they both are in the top ten. Michigan's at number eight. MSU's at number ten. Penn State is at number seven after, oh, yeah, Penn State-Iowa mm-hmm. happened last week. Yep. Crazy good game. Iowa ends up winning late in the game from a field goal, so they move up to number two in the country. Penn State falls to seven. Ohio State moves up to number six. After they killed Maryland, they've been looking really good. Ohio State looks scary, and after their loss, it's been like demon time in Ohio. <laughs> like they've been killing Kinda everybody. Sucks. Yeah, it's scary. Um, Bama, they were the number one team, and they lose mm-hmm. on the road. Texas A and M, big time upset right against unranked Texas A and M. Jimbo Fisher <coughs> is the first <laughs> former assistant of Nick Saban to defeat Nick Saban. Yep. He was like twenty four and zero. Against his assistance in his career. Takes a game-winning field goal yep. to win the game. And that that was nuts. The ending of that I game know, was that, wild. That was, yeah, it was crazy. The fact that Bama even lost to an unranked opponent, wild. I know, like, it makes, cool. makes it way better. Bama's number five. Oklahoma's number four. Rattler gets benched. Uh, Somehow or still in the – I don't get that. Caleb Williams is his name, and yep. he's been he, – he balled out. So maybe like Rattler won't yards. even start. Did you see the video of Rattler after the game? Yeah, where he was like – the whole team yeah. was like celebrating the and win, he, and he, he just because it was a huge comeback win. Like they yeah. they were down like the whole entire game, and then he just walked off to the locker room with with one of his security guards or something. Not cool, dude. Not cool. Not cool. Not not many uh, good opinions about Spencer Rattler going up, going around right now. Like Spencer Rattler's, I don't understand. 
I guess he would be in draft this year, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's draft eligible. Yeah, I mean, he year. was going. Yeah, he's got no stock. Before the season started, he was like maybe the top QB off the board. He has no now, stock. Now, no. Like, not even close. Yeah. He I mean, might be he, the fifth. We'll see what ends up happening with him, whether he plays or not. Um, but Cincinnati moves up to number three. Iowa moves up to number two after beating Penn State. And Georgia is the new number one team in the country. These five Big Ten teams in the top ten. <clears throat> This is wild. Yeah. It's crazy. This won't stay this way for long. No. Michigan and Michigan State both have played nobody. Not a single team that is even, like, ranked. I mean, they've played Nebraska. I mean, MSU play, beat Miami. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Is Miami? Michigan hasn't played nobody. Yeah, Michigan but. has played nobody. <laughs> no. I mean, they look good. I mean, they beat Wisconsin pretty beat up on them. Yeah, and, like, yeah, we've played all the Big Ten teams, but none of the ranked ones. Yeah. Like, we, we have yet to play Penn State. Exactly, Ohio the tougher State part of the schedule the is coming one. up. Um, but this week, MSU has uh, Indiana this week, and then they're on bye. And we're on the bye Michigan this game. week. Yep, Michigan's on bye, and then they take on Northwestern, I think, next uh-huh. week. Yep, Northwestern. And then Michigan, Michigan State. So it's coming up. Uh, then Penn State and Ohio State play that week as well. But Michigan and Michigan State just got to win one more game. For the game, so so you know how we talked about going down to El for uh, that Michigan State Michigan game. Yeah, is that not the same weekend we're going to Pittsburgh? No, no, no. That's like two weekends apart. Oh, I'm, yeah. my dates are all off. It's a fort the November fourteenth, I think. Oh, it's November. Yeah, I thought it was October that we were going. I thought it was like soon. I mean, it's already like late in October, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like next weekend. Damn near. I was like, I, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's coming up. <laughs> I'm yeah, so it's bad not till uh, not till November. All right. Um, is there any other college football things we got to talk about? Kenneth Walker uh, for Heisman. That's pretty much it. Yeah, and I'm uh, all you Michigan fans. I don't know. I don't know if this is a, this. I don't think this is a common opinion. I really think I'm the only one who has this. I'm really hoping during this bye week we really work on getting JJ McCarthy a good amount of reps a game, like figuring it out to where either Cade and JJ are splitting snaps quarters. I don't give. I do not give a damn. <laughs> or you just start JJ. I just I'm me and Willie were talking about this, and I'm really sick of watching JJ McCarthy come in. And then run the read option every and single time. It's so predictable. And it's like, dude, he's much more than a runner. Like, he is so much more. Yeah. Uh, so that's so annoying. But, like, I'm really hoping we can get him some meaningful reps in big moments and big games again. Because yeah. we he really hasn't gotten any meaningful reps except for Not his really. read options. Yeah, and only, his only meaningful reps are against trash teams. So it's like, yeah, that's how, what I'm saying. Yeah, how meaningful are they? Yeah, like, he'll, he'll play... You know, a quarter, but then it's like, oh, they're already up 40 when they put them in, so who cares? Uh, But I really hope he can get some meaningful big game reps in because we got big games to play coming up. Yeah. It's going to, it's this big, Big Ten is, like you said, it's looking awesome right now, but things are going to start to get ugly as the Mm -hmm. season goes on. So are we uh, ready to move on to the NFL? Yep. Let's do it. Week five um, pick results, I guess we'll talk about. We both went off this week. Really? Yep. Like you records? had 11 out of 16. Don't tell me you beat me. 11 out of 16 for Easton. A very good week. And I also had 11 out oh, of 16. Shit. So this is the second tie of the year, I think, yeah. after week one. So we had four um, we had four primetime games this past week. First one was Thursday night football. We both got the Rams. That one's good. We had the London game. Both put the, picked the Falcons. So there's our... So we're still good there. Sunday night football. We actually both took the Bills to beat the Chiefs, so it came down to Monday night football. Who did I pick in Monday Colts, night? Colts, Ravens. Oh, Colts we both had the Ravens. lead the whole game. 
and I picked the Ravens, you picked the Colts. What? <laughs> Why would I do that? <laughs> I mean, it almost worked. Why would I? So I think came that? down to Monday Night Football, and I win the tiebreaker. So this is both times I have won the tiebreaker in in our ties. I wish we knew that going into the game. Like, did you know that <laughs> watching that, the game yeah, that it was the tiebreaker? Well, I didn't know that we were. I knew it was the tiebreaker game, but I didn't know like we were tied. Sheesh. <laughs> no, so damn. I am up three to two now in weekly picks. Well, that changes my player of the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's talk about last week, though. Thursday night was Rams-Seahawks. Rams won pretty handedly. The London game, uh, Atlanta, New York Jets. I didn't watch it. I wasn't going to wait. I was like, at I work, so I didn't watch that. Um, Lions-Vikings, another just heartbreaking <laughs> loss for the Lions. How many are we going to have? I mean, I know we're the Lions, and I'm used to it. Trust me. Yeah, like it's not, it doesn't still break our I, hearts. And honestly, this year especially, like even when they lost against Minnesota this past Sunday, I really was like, I wasn't really – yeah, uh, when I ain't stressing. At least they almost won. Yeah, I don't care if they lose right now. Like they, if they get a top pick, that's fine. Everybody realizes that they're doing the exact same thing the Pistons did last year. Yeah, like no different, competing till the very end of the game and losing. I do want Dan Campbell to get a win. Yeah, because like, he he's sad. he clearly wants a win. And he's yeah. sad, and but... he's not used to this. Like he's got to realize this is how the Lions are. Like <laughs> this happens. <laughs> not in his mind. <laughs> not his Detroit. Well, Lions. yeah, he's trying to change it, but and he is. Oh, yeah, he is. Like, I mean, he really cares. Obviously, in his post-game press conference, he teared up a little bit just saying how he – it shows how much he really cares about And really team. likes his team. Yeah. Unlike Urban Meyer. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, screw the other, Urban Meyer. The other winless team in the NFL. But the Lions, uh, they were – it looked like they had this game lost. They came, They put up 11 points in the last, like, minute and a half of the game. Went for two even. Just Got might it. as well. Got it. Took the lead. And then with 30 seconds left, no timeouts, Minnesota pushes the ball down the field, gets a game-winning field goal. Um, Hold who, on. Didn't you leave my apartment yeah, early? Yeah, I did. Why? Because I was about to fall asleep. And the Lions oh, no, were— no, dude. You did fall asleep. Yeah, I know. I was tired. And that the, was so funny. The Lions also looked like they were going to lose. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to leave. Yeah, Jack, like, or Jack, Jake hits me. And he's like— Look at him. You're just like zonked. <laughs> I know. In the I was chair. Falling. And then you wake really, up. And I was like, dude, I just got to go take a nap. And <laughs> yeah. I was listening to it on the radio on my way home. And I'm like, what's going on? What the hell? <laughs> and I saw the touchdown and everything at my house once I got home. But uh, New Orleans, Washington football team. I didn't watch this game. New Orleans won. I am probably done picking the Washington football team. I think I've picked them every single week. And they I don't just, pick them ever, and I've given. I think I've picked them pretty much every week. I hate them. I like. I don't hate. I love the football I team. I like Taylor Heineke, but they don't win. Like they just don't. Heineke's a goat. He's balling. Um, New England, Houston. New England literally almost lost to Houston. They came back and won, but Houston was up by like two touchdowns in this mm-hmm. game. Houston sucks. Come on, New, come on, New England. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Houston Houston's sucks. Bad. So how do you almost lose if you? How does Houston have a good game? Kind of. And Brandon Cooks just doesn't do nothing. I thought he had 15. No, he had five. Oh, I yeah. read that wrong. He had a very poor week. I'm trying to think of injuries as we go on, too. Dalvin Cook didn't play in the Minnesota game. And Madison balled out. Calvin Ridley didn't play in the Falcons game. Oh, sounds a lot um, like my whole fantasy team. <laughs> Miami, Tampa Bay, the Bucks absolutely murdered the Dolphins. Tom Brady had, like, the craziest week of his whole life. I think he was the first time he ever threw 400 yards, five touchdowns. In his whole career, Brady's is, nuts, which is wild because he's played thirty years. But <laughs> he's won like I think three um, MVPs. Tua might be back this upcoming week. They said that he's questionable for the game. So Let's he go! Might Can't be wait for everybody to give up super on early Gusecki. on him. Oh yeah, Mike Secchi's, uh production is done. If Tua's done. back, yeah. 
Hopefully Gaskin will start to do good again. Packers, Bengals, this game was wild. Mm-hmm. No one can make a field goal in this game. Mason Crosby misses like four field goals in the last two minutes of this game, including overtime. Bengals kicker missed two. I mean, there were several kicks that could have won the game for either of them, and they couldn't make it. Finally, Crosby hits like his fifth attempt, and the Packers win, but such so dumb. The, the it was Bengals an awful, should have won. awful game to watch. It's so dumb. What do you mean the Bengals should have won? I mean, just because of Crosby sucking. I mean, they should have taken advantage oh, yeah, of yeah, that yeah. and made I was it. Like, but I was like, both huh? kickers suck. Yeah. It's so, like, kind of sucks, honestly, that football is just, like, the whole game, like, the the play. I mean, I'm not saying the kickers, like, don't deserve anything, but the whole game, like, the offense and defense are trying their best to win the game. They put the kicker in perfect spot to win the game, and then this dude's going to come in, make one play, and he can't do it. It's yeah, just, facts. like, a lot. Like, this kickers was a record, are very re- reliant. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, they matter a lot. And it's just, it kind of is a little annoying sometimes. If I was a Packers fan... Thank God I'm not. Yeah, Mason Crossbar, he's horrible. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, but I think this was actually, like, I think there was an NFL record for most missed kicks. Probably. It wouldn't surprise like, It was, me. like, 14. There's probably extra points that got missed. Too. It was, like, <laughs> I think it was 13 extra points were missed, if I'm oh, not like mistaken. Oh, like, I thought you meant just in this game. I'm like, no, huh? no, no, no. Oh, yeah, this week it wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, not just nowadays in general, the kicks They are, just, like, you can sit there and have, like, a game on, and you can sit there and be like, yeah, this kick will probably miss. I mean, even and in you'll the, get it 50% yeah, of the chance. I'll get time. it. We'll get to this game, but in Chargers-Browns, that game was late in the game, and yeah. the Chargers scored a touchdown. It was like, all right, it's going to be a tie game, and then they missed the extra point, and it was like, holy shit, they might lose, and the Chargers end up coming back and getting the ball back. But um, Denver-Pittsburgh, the Steelers win this game. Juju, though, is looking like he's going to be out for mm-hmm. the year, which is a big hit for Pittsburgh. Oh, by the way, real quick, I want to get on this. I, I got to keep talking about field goals. Them moving – the extra point line farther back was genius. Oh, yeah, it was. Like, it makes the games so much more exciting and less predictable. It makes it way more interesting, too, because it was like a 99% field goal make. Every rate. game would end 28 to 21. Yeah. Like, every single game. Now a dude misses one at the beginning of the game. It's like, whoa, this could change the whole game. Yeah, this could be huge. And you can get way more pissed at yeah. kickers. You'll now. see You'll see teams have 12 points, and it's like, huh? But it's like, <laughs> missed the first <laughs> one, didn't points. get the two. <laughs> um... Philly, Carolina. This actually was our tiebreaker game, mm-hmm. even though it was a pointless tiebreaker game. Uh, Carolina had the lead this whole game. They were up big, and the Eagles make the craziest comeback ever and end up winning. Jalen Hurts went off. Sam Darnold had, like, two or three fumbles, I so think. So that's what you qualify as the craziest comeback ever? Not Patriots-Falcons? Like, that game? Patriots-Falcons Patriots, in the Super Bowl? Oh, <laughs> I'm like, I've, whatever, whatever. They just made a big comeback. <laughs> Tennessee, Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville actually, I think, had the lead a little bit in this game. Tennessee wins. I didn't watch any of it. Me either. I, I can't watch. I, they still suck. I'm rooting for them. Or I'm like the opposite of rooting for them. I want them to w- rooting lose against every them. game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cleveland, LA Chargers. This game was wild. Chargers ended up winning like 47 to 42. Very Shoot high out. scoring game. Chicago, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, the Bears kind of just like dominated the, mm-hmm. the Raiders in Las Vegas. I mean, like, they were up, like, the whole game. Raiders looked bad. Uh, so, the Bears, maybe they're actually kind of decent. Justin Fields had a decent game. I was like his first, uh, He threw his first touchdown, I think, in this game, which is kind of weird. His first? Yeah, because he didn't throw one against the Lions. I think he ran for one, but 
I think he threw his wow, first because really? Montgomery went off against yeah, the Lions. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco, Arizona. We both picked the upset. It didn't happen. Arizona <laughs> wins. They're five and zero. I don't know why we picked against. I don't Arizona. know either. I think uh, I would literally like prior to the rest who of the got year. Hurt? No, I don't know if somebody. I thought somebody on the Niners got hurt, but I think I'm. I think I'm wrong. As for the rest of the year, I probably won't pick against the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, they're just going to go 17-0. and I wouldn't be surprised. New York Giants, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys won this game pretty handedly. Giants are Cowboy, very good. Cowboys look good. Saquon is hurt. Yeah, Cowboys do look good. Cowboys look good. It's Saquon, annoying. though, is out for, what, like four weeks, yeah, five weeks? that freaking dude. He can't catch a break. I, I feel so bad for Giants fans, and I really do. Like, I usually wouldn't say that about any New York sports franchise. <laughs> like, I feel bad for Giants fans. You've had this star... Studded, not star studded. This absolute stud of a football yeah, player. Yeah, I mean, star. Yeah, on your second team. overall pick in the draft. Uh Saquon Barkley, who just can't stay healthy, and it's nothing he's doing. One ever. of the craziest like humans ever to ever play football. Have you seen his thighs? <laughs> like they are the dude. Huge. Is, the dude is an athlete. Like he is. He is there's, alpha. I don't think there's any reason he couldn't play D tackle for the <laughs> New York Giants. Like he's that big. Yeah. So hopefully he can come back pretty soon. Sunday night. Oh, and Kadarius Tony. We got to yes. talk about him. Uh, broke out and then Baller. and then punched. Uh, <laughs> Who did he punch? Trayvon Diggs or was it? I don't know. I don't think it was Trayvon Diggs. No, he punched was... somebody um, after he got pushed. Gets ejected. Dude is... had a crazy breakout game. Had like ten catches for 189 yards or something. Wasn't this the dude that came in the league and everybody's like, yeah, he's the new most hood dude in the league. Maybe. I think he's, like, hood. I mean, he looks like he's 30 years old. Yeah, he does. And he, <laughs> he's, like, young boy. He do look funny. <laughs> he does look funny. So, uh, he was, like, the top waiver ad for us this week. Mm-hmm. Monday Night Football, Indianapolis, Baltimore. We talked a little bit about this game. Colts were pretty much dominating this game. I went to bed, wake up, Baltimore wins. Yeah, I went to bed at halftime. Like yeah, started exactly. playing 2K. It was so boring. Because the Colts were just playing better than the Ravens. Like, straight up, they were just outplaying them. And when the Colts Taylor play good. long touchdown. When the Colts play good, they are boring. Like, <laughs> they are extremely boring to watch. Yeah. And that game was But Lamar well. has the first time having over 400 passing yards in his career. Uh, Balls out. Had over 500 total yards. Really had a crazy game. And the Ravens ended up winning. Yes, yes. So let's do our... Player of the week. I really believe there's two options play of the week. You're wearing the one guy's jersey. I'm going to talk about the other guy. Yeah. Lamar Jackson is my player of the week. Holy moly, talk about a comeback. I mean, I woke up, and my whole Instagram, Twitter, my whole feed was just Lamar Jackson. Lamar, 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 Lamar. Lamar, Lamar. Lamar. He's the GOAT. 442 passing yards, four touchdowns, only 62 rushing yards. Running back who? Yeah. He did have 14 attempts, though. But, uh... Lamar looked absolutely unreal. Lamar is my player of the week. Yeah, uh, I didn't even consider it. Usually I'll write down two guys. This is the first week I didn't. Lamar is the player of the week. I mean, it's... Herbert balled out. Herbert balled out, but, like, this crazy comeback win Mm -hmm. for Lamar. uh, Like you said, 442 passing yards, four touchdowns, got the win, over 500 total yards. Did have a fumble, but no interceptions. I mean, he just had... He's proving all the haters wrong. I mean, kind of. I mean, I think so. As far as the it, running back haters. Like, yeah, in this game, he did. But remember yeah. the Lions game? Yeah, I mean, but that was like that the was whole Sammy right? Watkins' fault. That was like, I mean, that was, no, Marquise yeah. Brown. I mean, oh, they yeah, could have yeah. won that game by yeah, like you're 40. Right. You're right, you're right. <laughs> but Lamar has just been dominating this year, and he really showed it again last mm-hmm. night. So let's do it. Let's hop into 
Weekly Picks, Week 6. Weekly Picks, it's the Weekly Picks. It's the high-tempo weekly NFL picks. Week 6 NFL picks. We have four primetime games once again this week as there is another London game. We also have the first week of buys. We have the New Orleans Saints, the Atlanta Falcons, the San Francisco 49ers, and the New York Jets all on buy. I have, like, so many guys in fantasy on buy. I have Pitts and Ridley. Granted, I've got Dalton Schultz, the GOAT, on my bench (laughs) to play tight end, but, like, I don't know. I guess, in all reality, Dalton's, like, the fifth best tight end, and Pitts is, like, 12th or 13th or something like that. Schultz has been really good. So, like, I don't know, but Ridley, that's scary. I have start LaVisca Chenault. I have Kamara, Ridley, and Cordero Patterson on by probably my top three players on my team this year. Yeah. Other man, Mike Williams probably yeah, yeah, is yeah. in there. But three of my best guys are on by. I also have Ayuk on by, but I you have so many I teams. I don't even know what team you're talking about. That's my Devante. regular. It's my regular team. Oh, uh, my! I don't have any buys in my other two leagues, oh. so I'm chilling. But yeah, kind of sucks for that week. But let's start it off Thursday night football. We have the four and one Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the two and three Philadelphia Eagles. Go Bucks! Tom Brady's the goat. Yeah, go Bucks! Uh, be, they're not going to lose to Philly. Not going to. Like I'd bet fifty dollars on it. We might as well get Parker. <laughs> get Parker to bet it for yeah. us. Uh, London game this week. Just a just the NFL yeah. just doing a fantastic job showing of, them the best of football, picking the best games for yeah. London. What hmm, what game should we put on while everybody's asleep? <laughs> yeah, let's put on the shittiest game. The one and four Miami Dolphins at the zero and five Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, we're trying to make football global. Let's show the entire world the <laughs> yeah. shittiest football teams we have to Let's offer. Let's show the British <laughs> these hor- like two of the worst teams in the league. Let's not show them Lamar Jackson or Patrick <laughs> Mahomes or Tom Brady. Let's show them uh, who starts for Miami. <laughs> like, Jacoby Brissett. I thought he got hurt. Well, Tua might be back though. Wait, did Brissett got hurt? I think Brissett was hurt. I don't last know who week. their other guy is then. And then Trevor Lawrence. He's like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but like, but he's not. He's, he's not Lamar. Yeah, let's show them Urban Meyer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. great guy to show. Fuck. Go Miami, dude. I hate Jacksonville. Oh, dude, go Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna pick Jacksonville to get the their first. Uh, see, win, I hate Miami, but I've picked Jacksonville to get their first win like three times already this year, and it hasn't happened. So no thanks. Jacksonville's you. getting their first one. All right, that could be a tiebreaker. Then that is a prime time. Could be. Uh, next, we have the two and three Kansas City Chiefs taking on the two and three Washington Football Team. Two and three Kansas City say what? No way they go two and four. They're 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 running. No way, go Chiefs. Uh, next, we have the four and one L.A. Rams against the one and four New York Giants. I don't know if I'll pick against the Rams all year. Like I really don't think I will. Go Rams. Yeah, go Rams here. Uh, Giants. They haven't looked bad in their losses. I mean, at least all their losses have been close. They don't have Saquon, but this one's gonna be tough. Yeah. Yeah. Next, we have the one and four Houston Texans taking on the one and four Indianapolis Colts. Listen, don't let don't let Houston get hot. Go Indianapolis. They <laughs> gotta think, bounce back. I don't think uh, you'd have to worry about Houston getting hot. Hey, <laughs> hey, Indianapolis had a tough schedule so far this year. They get a nice gimme game here. I'm going with the Colts. Next, we have the three and two Cincinnati Bengals taking on your very own zero and five Detroit Lions. This is contradictory. There's a lot going on <laughs> in this is game. A, this is your favorite team against your favorite team of weekly picks. <laughs> yeah, dude. The thing is, I'm never watching Bengals football. For everybody that wonders, like, why does this dude pick the Bengals? Like, I'm not a Bengals fan. I don't watch them. 
I like Joe Burrow. <laughs> he just picks them every week. Go Lions. <laughs> I am not picking the Bengals. Yeah, I honestly, like, I truly do believe the Lions can win this game. I am picking the Lions. I I still am going to pick them <laughs> until they get a win. Um, but I really do think they can get a win this week. I truly yeah, do too. believe that this is a winnable game for them. Uh, it, am I going to be pissed that they lose? No, I don't Hell really no. I don't really care that much. But I, I won't be pissed if Jamar Chase goes off. I traded yeah, that guy. Yeah, I actually just traded him too. Uh, but I got Devontae Adams. So. I got D-Hop. Oh, I got Mixon too, so I need Mixon to go off. Um, oh. Frank Ragnow's done for the year too, which sucks. Sad. That actually hurts. That's yeah. pretty That's pretty tough. They might. I, I figured they were going to shut him down though because he was out for like four weeks anyways. By the time he comes back, it's like we're already going to be 0-10. Yeah, he might as well. Might just, as well just sit down. I got to order my Jamal Williams jersey soon. Yeah. Like I got to get a jersey tomorrow. before the Steelers game too. Like tonight. I don't know what jersey I'm going to get still. I still don't know. Next, we have the four and one Green Bay Packers taking on the three and two Chicago Bears. Man, do I hate this game? Am I not excited to not? I probably will watch this game. I have Aaron Rodgers. You have Devontae Adams. We're probably going to be together. Is that Park? Yeah. Damn near should answer. <laughs> one of these times we will answer yeah. your call, Park. <laughs> he don't uh, listen though. So <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Green Bay in this game, even though it hurts. I hope Parker does listen, so he can just hear us say that. Parker, if you listen to our podcast, I promise you, I will answer your call next time. Yeah, bring me. An That's app. why I'm not answering your call right now. Yeah, and you can prove it to us by bringing us an apple one day, and that's how we know that. you Or you could just say. Why no. didn't you answer my call? I heard you talking about us on the podcast. What's more fun, <laughs> apples or him talking? I guess so. Um, what game are we doing? Charlotte. Or we, we have Charlotte. Jar- <laughs> Not I've even got a CHA. I've got Chargers. But we're doing Green Bay. I didn't Chicago. even say Green Bay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this game sucks. Like, why do we even have to pick a winner in this game? I'm picking the Bears, but these are my two. These are actually my two least favorite teams in the NFL. I'm picking the Bears, but I really hopefully it ends in a tie. I oh, I Charlotte, should predict a tie. Dude. Is that like illegal? Uh, is that allowed? Yeah. Hell yeah. Should I? No, that's dumb. That's not. <laughs> I bad. mean, it's pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably why you want me to do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm picking the pick Bears. Pick a tie. Next, we have the game of the week. What a big game this is! The four and one L.A. Chargers against the four and one Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I've bet against the Chargers quite a bit this year. I'm kind of waiting for the fall off, but I'm not gonna bet against them here. Uh I'll let the fall-off happen before I try to predict it. Go Chargers. I also picked the Chargers in this game. Um, Both teams' offenses have looked really good this year. I really don't have a reason why I'm picking Mm -hmm. the Chargers. I just did. Wearing the Herbert jersey. Yes, sir. Two and three Minnesota Vikings taking on the three and two Carolina Panthers. Uh, I'm going with Carolina in this game. I've liked the Vikings all year, and they've let me down all year. I do have Dalvin Cook. Uh, but Carolina looks damn straight. Like they look good. Yeah, and, they choked last week though. Yeah, but every every game it's like, whoa, they look pretty good. And Sam yeah. Darnold is McCaffrey's he's the man. back too, I think. Yeah, he was supposed yeah, to play last week and he just back. didn't. Yeah. So. He he was like questionable and doubtful back. and then now. I'm going with Minnesota this game though. They've they've been a pretty good two and three team so yeah. far this year. Uh who did you pick in Green Bay, Chicago, by the way? I don't even Green think. Bay. Oh, okay. Um next we have the five and oh Arizona Cardinals taking on the three and two. Cleveland Browns. Like I said, I will probably never pick against Cardinals again, except for this week. Go Cleveland. <laughs> um, I picked against them to lose last week, and they didn't. So I figured that deserves me for them to deserves for me to pick them this week. I'm yep. going with the Cardinals here. And I just, this seems like one of them games that Baker Mayfield wins and like celebrates crazily. I mean, they almost they they played against a good Chargers team last week, and it was yep. a really good game. So. 
Uh, next, we have the three and two Las Vegas Raiders taking on the three and two Denver Broncos. I picked the Denver Broncos in this game. No reason. I don't like either one of these teams. I don't pay attention. Uh, I picked the Denver Broncos here. The Raiders got a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, uh, Fox. I didn't so think I don't think that. they're gonna win. At least, def- I really don't see them winning this Me week. Either. Going Broncos. Next, we have the four and one Dallas Cowboys taking on the two and three New England Patriots. Hate picking them, but they look damn good. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, going Cowboys too. The Patriots really aren't that good. Cowboys have looked good. Yeah, looked really good. <laughs> going Cowboys. Sunday night football. We have the two and three Seattle Seahawks taking on the two and three Pittsburgh Steelers. Going to Seahawks in this game. Seahawks look good. Pittsburgh never does. <laughs> Seattle some sometimes does. Yeah, I'm going Seattle in this one too. Russell Wilson though is out, so uh, that was the other yeah. injury that we forgot Facts. to talk about. I should take that back. Um, Pittsburgh did look good in Week One. Yeah, they looked good last week too. I mean, they they beat the Broncos pretty handedly. Um, <laughs> I'm going with Seattle though too. Geno Smith. I'm I'm putting my faith in Geno. <laughs> So 98 yards and a totter. Go Seahawks. Monday Night Football, we had the 4-1 and one Buffalo Bills taking on the 3-2 and two Tennessee Titans. What a crazy game. A.J. Brown has not had a good game all year. He's been pulling like six targets a game. Like, huh? you got to start feeding A.J. Brown a little bit more. I get you have Derrick Henry. Like, I understand. But that's A.J. Brown and Julio Jones on your – I mean, Julio Jones has been hurt for a minute. But uh, go Buffalo in this game. Uh, I won't pick the Titans until they figure out – a way to have a more balanced offense. And they're playing one of the best defenses in the league. And this their week. defense sucks. Yeah. They're playing one of the toughest defenses in the league this year, too, yeah. or this week. Uh, I went with the Bills as well. They honestly, if we did another NFL power ranking, I'd probably put them over Arizona. They've looked really, really good. That's wild. I know. It is kind of wild, but thank God we're not doing one, right? Yeah. Uh, Bills, though. Yeah. Thank for God sure. we're Bills. not doing one. All right. Let's do it. Top five NFL MVP. Candidates right five now. Five to one. The MVP race. Five to one, except I do have two honorable mentions. Yep. I think that there is like seven guys that are. I mean, Me I, too. there's more than I've seven, got two honorable mentions. But I have two big time honorable mentions that really hurt to leave off this list. And that is Dak Prescott and Matthew Stafford is not on my top five, which really, really stings. Yeah. And my two guys, I've got Lamar Jackson. I don't have him on my list. And then uh, Matt Stafford is my other one. I wish I could have Matt Stafford on the list. Okay. Lamar has had, like, one good week. Like, two. <laughs> I mean, he's been pretty good. So he's been pretty there. decent. He's not like these other <laughs> he's guys. He's been pretty decent. Okay, yeah, yeah. As I say, he's an honorable mention. Right, <laughs> he's the top seven player in the league, though. Or top seven MVP race, no doubt. All right, let's get it. Number five. My number five, Dak Prescott, the guy you left off. Uh, Dak has been balling this year, and the Cowboys look damn good. Uh, and also, by the way, I didn't base this off, like, who's been playing the best right now. It's also like a little bit of like predicting who's gonna end with the most wins. Oh, okay, yeah. So like, I mean, I'm mainly going off of right now. I'm like, <laughs> you might want to throw that in the TikTok. So I'm absolutely flamed. Like, I am also predicting who has the most wins by the end of the year. Like, who's gonna win the MVP? That's my pick. Okay, Dak is number five. All right, uh, my number five is Tom Brady. Uh, Brady has yeah, been ball- that makes our list way different. <laughs> yeah, Brady has been balling so far this year. He's he's leads the league in passing yards, 16 touchdowns, only two picks. Um, doesn't really bring like the rushing element that my other four guys have, but he's been absolutely going off this year, and yep. he will be on this list all year, like, all year, because we'll do we'll do this list a few times throughout mm-hmm. the year. Uh, Brady is going to be on it all year. Yep. And Sam, the guy, the guy I have after Dak, Josh Allen, is number four, and he is crazy. I mean, he started off the year slow, and that's the only reason he's at four. If he starts off the year like he, his last two games, holy shit. <laughs> Is he number one by a long shot? Uh, but Josh Allen, number four. Josh Allen is also my number four. 
Um, he's been really good this year. Top, he's number nine in passing yards so far. Fourteen touchdowns, only two picks, but he's had a couple like big time weeks, um, and he's just looked really good. I mean, mm-hmm. he really has just the whole year. And yeah, they had a couple games where they played against really bad defenses, so he obviously is going to go off. But last week, I mean, I the Chiefs are also a really bad defense, but that's just a big game though in general. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in Arrowhead too. So. Big moment. Josh Allen has been balling this year. He's another guy that is probably going to be on this list all year. My number three, former reigning offensive rookie of the year, Justin Herbert, at number three. He has been balling so last week. Former he was crazy. reigning. It's both. He's both. <laughs> well, he yeah, is. but if you say he's the former reigning. Oh, that means it's two, two years two removed. Years ago. Yeah. You're right. He is he's the reigning <laughs> no, <I know. laughs> offense rookie. No, you're right. Offense rookie there, Justin Herbert, number three. Um, my number three is Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lamar has been unreal this year. Did you know Lamar Jackson is top five in passing yards over Josh Allen, over Kyler Murray? Those are only the two guys I have written down. But yeah, Lamar is number five in passing yards this year, which is something that he is really I I didn't realize never. That. He really has never like been that. Obviously, we're only five weeks into the year. Um, he's also eighth in the entire league in rushing yards as well, mm-hmm. which is pretty unreal. Uh, he has 341 passing or rushing yards, 10 total touchdowns. He does fumble a good amount. He has three fumbles. He probably should have had four last night. How many he was picks does he have? Only three. Oh, pretty so. much every guy on this list has three picks. Except for Brady. Um, yeah. And Josh oh. Allen, like two or three. Yeah. But yeah, only three picks. But he has the three fumbles. He probably should have had a fourth one last night. Uh, where, yeah. did you see that yeah, play? Yeah, 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 where he got punched out, but he was just down. Lamar, though, has been really good this year. I mean, to be top 10 in rushing and passing is very impressive, and he's leading his team right now to be 4-1, and one. so yeah, I got him at absolutely. number three. Very good. Uh, my number two, and this is where I have Tom Brady to go. Uh, Tom, like you said, 16 touchdowns, leads the league in passing, you said? Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Do you know how old this guy is? Old. It's like, like the old, main. Like 30? It's like the main topic of conversation when we talk about Tom. It's this, funny, too, because every guy on this list that we've said – is young as Other shit. than Stafford, I mean, he's not on the list, but is like young. Yeah, like a super young. Like a young quarterback. And then there's just Tom, <laughs> <laughs> the ancient guy who, like, I don't even know if Lamar Jackson was born when Tom Brady got his first NFL, like when he got drafted. I don't know. Absolutely. I guess Justin Herbert would be a better guy to say. But Tom is nuts. He's my number two. My number two is Justin Herbert. Uh, Herbert had a crazy week last week. He's right now is. Fourth in the league in passing yards, has uh, 14 touchdowns. And I'm the, but when I say these touchdowns, by the way, it's total touchdowns, not just passing. But um, three picks has been playing very well. Um, he's mm-hmm. a guy that definitely could fall out of this race at some point. Just but he's just had a very spectacular start to the year, and another guy that is leading his team to a very good record right now. As yeah. you notice, a theme: all of these guys are either four and one, or we are getting to the five and zero. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Number one, it's Kyler Murray. The dude is unreal. He has one knock in his whole game. That's that he's a little reckless with the football. Throws into a lot of double coverage and triple coverage. That allows him to make MVP-type plays a lot. Uh, Kyler Murray is unreal. His feet are so active. His arm is nuts. I mean, he's so much fun to watch. Yeah. He's got to be the most fun quarterback to watch in the NFL. Him or Lamar. Yeah, it's one of the two. Or like Mahomes. Ah. I would rather watch Kyler than yeah. Mahomes. I mean, yeah, it's fair. But obviously. Lamar is close. Yeah. Uh, my number one is also Kyler Murray. Uh, six in, he's six in the league in passing yards, 13 touchdowns, four picks. He actually doesn't have a crazy amount of rushing yards this year. He only has 110 rushing yards. 
he's not top 25, and I, I only saw the first page, so he's below 25th yeah. in rushing. But he's he's the quarterback of the team that's 5-0 and right now, and he's been very good this year, and he will be on this list as long as the Cardinals are still of one of the top teams. Yeah, and this doesn't affect where he is on my list, but remember, this is the same guy that almost went and played baseball. <laughs> like, that is crazy how athletic this guy yeah. is. Nuts. Got picked in the top eight. Top, I think he was the seventh pick. Or no, maybe he was the ninth pick in baseball, but in the top ten in baseball and football. Wild. Sure, yeah. Let me. Sure, I guess I'll, I'll pick. Yeah, I guess I'll go Rock, do that. paper, scissors, flip a coin. We'll find a way. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> All right, let's do uh, this topic that I am really excited to do, and that is uh, the top our top ten breakout players for this upcoming season slash like top ten most improved player, like the guy who's gonna win it. Basically, yeah, pretty much just our top ten most improved player candidates. Yep. Um, I have a ton of honorable mentions that I just want to like say Go for because it. our list can. I don't be, really have any. Our list could be way different. Yeah. Um. So my guys on my honorable mentions list, because I just wrote down literally just like guys who I think could do it, and then I just ranked them off of that. So guys who missed my list that I thought would make the list. Terrence Mann, Tyrese Maxey, Sadiq Bey, Gary Trent Jr., DeAndre Hunter, Anthony Edwards, DeAndre Ayton, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, and Wendell Carter Jr. Um, I didn't put any second-year guys. I was thinking about it, but I figured if I put one, then I would put like three or four. So I just decided I'm not going to do any. But if you do, I understand, like, Maxi, he's going to have a huge role, way bigger role way next bigger year. Role. Sadiq is probably going to put up crazier numbers, so he has a chance, but I, I didn't but include any of those guys. I didn't include Sadiq uh, based off the fact that, like, he had such a good rookie year that I feel like he his improvement's only going to be, like, yeah. five points a game. His just numbers aren't really, because he, he didn't really have such a good rookie year until, like, 30 yeah. games into the year. So yeah, he only averaged, like, 10 points a game last year. Yeah, but I don't see him take off my jersey. Like 18 or 19. Yeah. Actually, no, I'm going to wait. I'm going to okay. wait until it's... Yeah, uh, so he's got a special shirt on that reveals a player he's got. I, I think I know the player. I'm I'm really not sure, though. How do you not know? It's a, it's a clear color. Okay, yeah. Just don't think about it. Don't right. think about it? Yeah. Okay. Like, let's, just get, let's just hop into it. Number 10. This is where I have Nikhil Alexander-Walker. This dude is a baller. <laughs> he is a scorer. And without Lonzo there, he the role is now his. He is the starting point guard. He averaged like 21 a game or 19 a game when he started last year, and he only started like 22 games total. Uh, but this dude is a walking bucket, and he has serious like ability to just take a huge jump in his game this year. Yeah, he definitely is going to have a lot more minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, my number 10 is kind of a surprising one because he is older than like every guy on this list. Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, I think Spencer Dinwiddie is, especially for most improved player, last year he only played in three games because obviously he, like, what, tore his Achilles or tore his ACL. Um, but he was pretty bad in those three games. Mm-hmm. Only averaged six and a half points, three assists, four rebounds. The year prior to that, though, he had a really good year. Averaged 20 and a half points per game. Um, he's going to have such a bigger role in Washington this year. I, I Obviously, he's coming off of an injury, so he could just be average. But I wanted to include him in this list, even though he's a lot different than every other player. So Spencer Dinwiddie, number ten. Yeah, and I like that. It's an interesting pick. I doubt he'll win it just because, like, yeah, he's that's why. That's why he's number ten. Hasn't he already won the award? No. <laughs> was he close? I don't. I mean, he might have been close when he like two years ago. Yeah. But Dinwiddie, I mean, he's never been a starter really. That was he was a starter when Kyrie got hurt mm-hmm. first year in Brooklyn. That's pretty much it. So yeah. he has a chance to have a really good year this year. My number nine. This is the only piston I find on the list, and that's Beef Stew. 
This dude is a Ooh, monster. I didn't even bro. think about beef stew. I thought of beef stew before I thought of Sadiq. <laughs> beef stew is now being tossed in a starting center role this year. Hopefully, it's what it looks like. And I am thinking he's going to unleash this year. Cade Cunningham yeah. and Killian Hayes. He's going to be catching lobs. He's going to be sitting next to Jeremy Grant, who's getting buckets. Oh man, I'm excited to watch Beef Stew play this. It just year. depends on how much Olinick like yeah, plays the five, which he is going to play a lot of the five. But we'll see. I mean, he's still going to have a definitely an improved year. Yeah, for sure. absolutely. I'm going to put Beef Stew into TikTok and see if the comments understand. If they don't, they don't pass the vibe check. Facts. If you don't, we'll if you com- don't, know if, if someone the first comment that says. Who's beef stew? We, we'll we'll comment. I will. Us. All of us will go. At, like we'll just go at that. Yeah, person. Unfollow us. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, dude, there are Pistons fans in our comments. Like somebody yeah, I saw one that was like, like Kane and Killian for it was like yeah. for or in the top ten or something. Yeah, they, yeah, and it was like seven Pistons players. Yeah. They listed off like seven dudes. Like I know. Four of them were Pistons. I like it. It was like you 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 realized. <laughs> yes, we keep are, that. We, we need are, more of you. We are Pistons. Bring fans. your friends. Yeah, facts. My number nine is Jordan Poole. Of the Golden State Warriors, Jordan. Oh, dude, Poole. I didn't even think about I Jordan Poole, and he's a he's gonna be a go on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go yeah. On. Jordan Poole's gonna be a bucket this year. I don't know if you've been watching preseason at all, especially last night. I mean, I haven't been watching, but I just been you seeing. haven't watched a minute of preseason. I actually have watched a minute of preseason. <laughs> um, but uh, I've been watching like stuff, obviously like clips on Instagram, and I watched the Warriors Lakers highlights from last night. Jordan Poole, man, he's looking nice. Uh, last year, the reason why I think he's on this list is because. Last year, he only averaged 12 points per game, about two rebounds, two assists, shot 43% from the field, um, but only played nine, or yeah, 19 and a half minutes a game last year. I think he really is going to be the sixth man for them this year, him or Kaminga, I guess, mm-hmm. one of their rookies. But I think Poole really has a chance, especially with Klay Thompson being out to start the year. Yeah, um, Jordan Poole, I, I was thinking about picking him for sixth man of the year, but I don't know how he's probably going to start to start the yeah, year at, at least the two. So few games, he really can't because Clay's going to be out till Christmas. I think they said so. Why? They, like I mean, he's they, still recovering. They, yeah, they said they didn't plan on on starting really? him until like in December. So Poole's going to at least start for the first mm. month or two of the year. He really has a chance to average 16, 17, maybe eighteen points per game That's this what year. People are saying he's he's going to like explode yeah. this year. I mean, he is. I'm excited. I actually like Jordan Poole's game yeah. a lot. When he got picked by the Warriors two years ago in the first round, I was really surprised because I was just shocked that he went in the first round. He wasn't supposed to, but he's grown a lot so far, and I can't wait to see what he does next. He year. was the guy at Michigan where I was watching him. It was like, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't belong in college basketball. He plays like he's an NBA player already, uh, and it, it just doesn't. It sometimes it translates extremely well, but like other times it doesn't. I think Poole's a clear cut. Obviously, he was really good in college, but like. I think he's going to be way better in the NBA than he ever was in college. Oh yeah, I mean, he uh, only played. He hit, obviously he hit the shot, but yeah, he only played two years. And, yeah, or he no, did, he only played one year, right? Wasn't that his only? Two. Did he, he play two. two? He played two. Yeah, yes. he did play two. You're right. Uh, and he, in I just you just knew he had an NBA play style. You saw in the way he was shifty. Michigan produces the best two guards out of any college in basketball: Jamal Crawford, Jordan Poole, Over Tim Hardaway. Kentucky. No. Or Duke. I mean, you can throw in <laughs> Over any, any of those big blues. <laughs> yeah. North Carolina. Nah, we might. But Anyways. Number eight. Number eight. This is where I have DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter is going to come out and be one of the best defensive wings in the league. And his points per game, I assume, is only going to rise this year. Uh, I'm really excited to watch the Hawks play basketball this year. Really excited. I, I wanted to put Hunter on my list. He was like, obviously, I included in my honorable mentions. But he just, I, I just want... He just missed it pretty much. 
another thing with that team is with Cam Reddish, too. How much mm-hmm. are they going to get both of those guys involved? I just would absolutely love if the Pistons could somehow get Cam Reddish. Me too. I mean, the Hawks, at some point, they're going to have to trade one of Herder, Reddish, or Hunter. Because they, they're going to have to pay all three of them, which they can't do. So one of them's got to go at some point. Because they also have Bogdanovich, too. So I would love that the Pistons could get Cam Reddish. But I don't know what Atlanta's like trying to get in return. Yeah, they don't need more players. <laughs> the Unless last they want Olenek. I mean, Olenek is just a better version of Gallinari, honestly, right now. Listen, you give us Trey Young, Clint Capella, <laughs> and John Collins, we'll you Jeremy Grant. Straight up. I don't know. I don't know if we're getting enough value. <laughs> no, no. Uh, my number eight is Kevin Porter Jr. Last year, he averaged 16.5 points, four rebounds, six assists. Really kind of blossomed last year. But this year, he's going to have the starting point guard role all year. John Wall's not going to play for Houston. Whether they buy him out or just sit him, they've already made it clear he won't play. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. is going to be running that offense, and he's getting the ball in his hands most of the time. Obviously, Jalen Green has been added into that offense. I think that just allows Kevin Porter Jr. to get more assists. Yeah, I think Kevin Porter Jr. is going to ball I mean, he could really average like 20... He can, average, he can average 21 points per game and like 7, 8 assists. Yeah, absolutely. He definitely has the potential to do that. So I got him at number 8. Uh, my number 7. This is one of my favorite players coming out of college basketball. I remember watching him at Gonzaga. Rui Achimura. Uh, oh, I, I forgot about Rui. I loved watching Rui in college. This dude's going to be a much better scorer this year. You always hate on me and Barry Hill for talking about Rui Hachibura, though. Yeah, you guys say, what do you guys say? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what we always yeah, say. Dude. That, that did piss me off. I never got that. Never got that I don't know why joke. we started doing that. I forget. I'm about to ask him about it. But I love watching Rui play. It's one of the best defenders in the league. Not one of the best defenders in the league. Working towards <laughs> becoming one of the best defenders in the league. And this season, he's going to take a huge jump, I hope, and I expect. Yeah, um, I like Rui a lot. I wish I would have put him on here. I honestly... Didn't even think about him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a lot of like third year players. Are yeah, it's, a, it's it's mainly third year yeah. players. <laughs> um, Guys who haven't quite like blossomed. <laughs> I actually at my next one, I have a guy who is a little bit older on this list too. Number seven, another Michigan Wolverine. Unfortunately, Karis LeVert is my number seven. Um, I think in Indiana this year, he really has a chance to be the leading scorer on that team, and I think he could go off. Last year with Brooklyn, before he got cancer. Uh, <laughs> was going off. He was going off for the Nets. And then, obviously, he has the horrible tumor situation. Uh, Ends up, I mean, we didn't know what was going on. With Dude, it's not funny, but you are saying it in the worst way possible. <laughs> I mean, no, Dude. I'm just saying, like, that is so, like, how unfor- know, the way I said that is, like, how unfortunate is that? He's Dude. having a good season and then gets... <laughs> Cancer. Dude, it's not funny. Like I all know of it's our not viewers, funny. No, I know it's no, not I don't. funny. I'm saying this to all of our viewers. We're not laughing because it's funny because it's not. But it's just, I guess I worded that weirdly. It was just like a big shocker to me. I didn't <laughs> expect it at all. I mean, seriously, though, that's just he came back and was even better. Yeah, he was that, balling. Which is wild. Just um, came out of left field. He Caught is one that guard. is hard to put on here, though, because his numbers are nice from last year. He mm-hmm. averaged 20 points per game, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. Uh, shooting 44% from the field. I mean, he had a really good year. But I do think he has that potential to get up to that 25 points per game type of scoring. Why are you still laughing? It's not funny. I was just so caught off guard, dude. I was just like, whoa. Did not expect that to be thrown in there. Yeah, that was that was a little uncalled for. Shit was hilarious. Um, but yeah, Karis LeBert, number seven. I think that... He, he could be – he's one of those guys that 
could be most improved from going from that good player level to, to, to oh yeah. all-star caliber type player, like how Brandon Ingram did two years ago. Like Pascal how V.O. Siakam, did Victor Indiana. Oladipo. Yeah, like guys like that. This isn't really like a young player really making that significant year jump. This is more of going from a good player to all-star caliber player. Yep. If Indiana's good, I think Karis LeVert could – I'm not saying he's going to be an all-star. It'd be pretty wild. But he has that a chance to really be in that conversation. Yeah, absolutely. My number six, uh, one of my like more likable younger guards for me, like I really like this guy, uh, and that's Darius Garland. Undersized, absolute bucket, and this Cleveland offense is now opened wide open with Jared Allen in the middle. What I mean by that is now there's a serious lob threat in the middle. For Darius Garland to throw to, and Colin Sexton, even for that matter, however long he stays, yeah, Cleveland. But I am really excited to watch Cleveland basketball this year, which I did not expect to say. But they should be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, they have a lot of really nice. I mean, their 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 young core is their is starters fun. are nuts. Yeah, I mean that's a fun young. That's core. a team that really could be good. Like they yeah. have a really nice young core. Colin Sexton, if they decide to pay him, I mean, I have Garland on my list too. He is a little bit higher, but you think Cleveland fans feel the same way about their roster that the Pistons do about our roster? I mean, they've got to um, like it. Yeah, but they don't really have Cade, though, so. Evan Mobley's <laughs> yeah, pretty damn close. They, they have a better younger core than we do. Yeah, Sexton, Garland, Okoro, Mobley, Mobley and Allen. Jared Allen, yeah. Like, that's, that's crazy. They definitely have a better younger core than us. Uh, but the Pistons are having Yeah, and the Pistons haven't blossomed. We also have Jeremy there. Grant. Yeah, next year we will probably They're like a, a year ahead course. of us. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. I mean, Garland really is, yeah, he's already, he's pretty good already. Yeah, like, absolutely. Um, what, what was that, number Six. six? My number six is R.J. Barrett of the New York Knicks. And I thought about him. He was a guy I really See, wanted to put I on. had Sadiq Bey on my list, and then I like I literally just – he just popped in my head. I was like, R.J. Barrett has to be on this list. Yeah. Um, R.J. last year averaged 17.5 points, six rebounds, three assists, shot 40% from three last year. And R.J. Barrett is, is – I think has that chance to go up to 22, 23 points per game this upcoming year. Uh, the Knicks are only going to be better this year. He's a pretty good defender. I don't think he'll shoot 40% from three again. That might have just been a wild thing he did. But R.J. Barrett also is a pretty good defender, too. Yeah. So he, I think this is his breakout year. For the Knicks to be more successful in the playoffs, especially, he has to be better. If he is not better, the Knicks have no shot again in the yeah, playoffs. Obviously, Randall, too. But, yeah, I mean, R.J. is their second-best guy. He's, yeah, if they're both their second-best player right now? Who would be in front of Kemba? Him? Yeah, Kemba's better. Probably. But, like, eh. RJ could be the second yeah. best this year. Easily could yeah. go up to second best this year. My number five is one of everybody's favorite young uh, 3 and D guys in the league. OG Ananobi easily could go out and win defensive player of the year this year. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> oh, whoa. He is a monster. He probably will be all defensive team this year. He could be, yeah. Like, I, I, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be. Ah, forward, though, it's tough. Because all the big forwards get yeah. in. But... <clears throat> OG Ananobi is an absolute baller. Expect him to absolutely like break out and jump up to twenty points a game this season. I actually also have OG Ananobi at number five. That's odd. I know it's like the first one that we have to save. Uh, OG, I mean, he would could have won. I mean, not could have won most improved last year, but he was in the conversation. He went from like ten points per game to sixteen last year. Five and a half rebounds, shot pretty much forty percent from three, thirty nine point eight. So I'm giving it to him. <laughs> Um, and really, has, he's becoming a lot more of a all-around player rather than just a, all right, well, you can guard the best guy out there and then and stand in the corner three, and yeah. shoot threes. Because um, early in his career, he was a very raw player. Very, I mean, I remember in that series um, before they got Kawhi, I remember when LeBron hit that floater against yeah. at the buzzer in the playoffs yeah. in Cleveland. That was on OG. Yep. And then at, when Kawhi came, OG like really didn't play at all, especially in the playoffs. 
So it was like, how good is he really going to be? But he is really starting to break out, and he has done a. I mean, he's a very good all-around player. He can yeah, he's handle got a the, little handle now. He, yeah, he can yeah. handle the ball. He's really good attacking the rim. He'll hit him with the Jason Tatum sidestep three. Facts. I mean, OG has a chance to, you know, no more Lowry. This Raptors team is open for somebody to become the top. I mean, Van Vliet obviously is still there, but uh, OG, number five. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's our first guy that we've had the same, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Which is wild that we got through five, four players. Yep. Five players. Number four. Uh, DeJounte Murray for the San Antonio Spurs, I expect to have a breakout year. San Antonio is his team. DeMar's gone. This could be the year where it's like, okay, now DeJounte Murray, not only one of the best defensive players and defensive guards in leagues, he's going to jump up and be one of the best offensive guards in league. Like, for, like, the Spurs, that, that tier I get of guards. what you're saying. He's going to take that huge jump offensively. I definitely could see him winning most improved player. However, the Spurs... <laughs> Need to be kind of decent for most improved player to win, which right. is the tough part. So did you do like your number one is like pretty much who you're gonna pick to win most improved player? Yeah. Okay, that's pretty much what yeah, I. Yeah, my did number too. one is the guy who's gonna win. Oh, I mean, I don't think there's. <laughs> I I really don't think uh, number two could win it, but I really think it's one and two, and then everybody else. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, yeah. I, I it could be different. Yeah. So you had Dejounte number four. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? My number four is Jaron Jackson Jr. of the Memphis Grizzlies. Jaron Jackson Jr. I think is in a prime spot to win most improved player strictly because last year he wasn't good. So he, he's going to be improved. He only played in 11 games last year, was dealing with injury the like whole year, only averaged 14.5 points, 5.5 rebounds, shot 28% from three. Ugh. I'm curious who I forgot on this list, I guess. Do you have Jaron? Yeah, oh, yeah, he's yeah. on this list. Uh, I think I know who you forgot based on who your number four was. Okay. But Jaron, the year prior, averaged 17 points per game. He was really good in his uh, sophomore year. So I think with no Jonas Valanciunas this year, he's going to have a much bigger role playing the five more. Uh, his, he shot really well from three in 2020 as well. If he can stay healthy, uh, he is going to have a really good year. He was voted second in the – in the GM yeah, survey awesome. for yeah, to right. win breakout players yep. or breakout player. He was second highest. Yep. So uh my number three. Uh this is where I have Kevin Porter Jr. Talk about guys who have so much room to improve. This guy showed that he is a baller last season. The only reason I don't have many hires is because the Rockets won't be good enough for him to win the award. But I think actual player improvement, he might be the best. Like an actual Pure player improvement. Kind of like Jeremy Grant. Eh, I guess Julius Randle was last year. But, like, I don't yeah, know. I get what you're saying. I can see Kevin Porter Jr. just taking a massive jump this year and being a stud. My number three is Darius Garland. Uh, you had him a little bit lower. I think Garland, he was the number one guy on the GM poll where a guy who's going to have a breakout year. Garland went, had a, I mean, he was really improved from year two to year three. Last year, he averaged 17 and a half points, six assists, shot 40% from three, 45 from the field. Um, and I think he has the potential to go 20 points, 8 assists next year, and the Cavs could be decent. I think Garland definitely has a higher ceiling than Colin Sexton does, where Sexton is a really good scorer, but I think Garland can be a much more all-around point guard. We'll see if him if Sexland uh, comes to an end after this upcoming year or they have a really good year together. But yep. Garland, for sure, 
I would love to have him on my team. I mean, like, if Killian Hayes can become Darius Garland, eh, he, they're not really the same, though. Killian, no. I don't think, is ever going to be a 17 points per game. No, he, he, Killian don't have a strap might be like his, that. 15 might be his, like, max. Yeah, he needs clamps. Might like be that's, Ricky Rubio. I mean, yeah. that could be what oh, he ends up being. He just needs a um, better defender than Ricky True, Rubio. yeah. Yeah, because like, he could have clamps, like, yeah. Killian has clamps. He could clamps. be like DeJounte Murray. Oh, dude, Kill- I think Killing has clamps so far. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see. I think we, I want to see him play this season too. Yeah, me too. we haven't had a very very big sample size. Yeah, think about our the defensive backcourt that could be though of Killing and Cade. That's tough. And beef stew at the rim. That's scary. Sadiq Jeremy Grant and Sadiq, yeah. five defenders. We were a pretty good defensive team last year. I mean, yeah, we were, we're going like, to be the, we were same the top way. half of the league. I think we we're just really and bad. Kelly Olynyk tries really hard. On yeah, defense. he just <laughs> is. Slow. Olinic Loki, I think, is actually gonna like. Oh, he'll really, be good. I think Olinic could literally average. He could be six man of the year if he comes off the bench. I mean, he's probably gonna average like eighteen, probably seven rebounds. He he gets assists too. He'll get like he's five, a he'll get like four or five assists. He could win six man of the year. Anyways. As much as I hate Kelly Olenek, I'm having kind. Of, I'm, I'm having a little bit of Loki fun with him. I'm starting to like Kelly Olenek. I'm having a little bit of fun with him. As soon as he team. starts to play bad or take minutes away from Beef Stew, we're done. Nope. We're done. Just like Corey Joseph. Just like you Corey Joseph. I low key like Corey Joseph. Yeah, facts. We low key like every player in the Pistons <laughs> yeah, except for have, Rodney Magruder. Moments. Yeah, I don't like Magruder. I do not. There's You can't convince me. Number two. This is when I said number number one and two, everybody else. So I must be forgetting a guy. Jaron Jackson Jr. is my number two. I seriously, I mean, this dude, what did he average last year? 11. Or no, 14 and a half and five and a half. Dude could easily jump up to 20 yeah. this year playing next to John Moran. They could become one of the best big guard duos in the league already. He just has to stay healthy. Just got to stay healthy. I'm super excited to watch that Grizzlies team this year. My number two, um, I don't know if who I want to put one and two because I put I wrote him down and then I wrote arrows next to him and I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna, I was like, I'm going to figure this out once we do it. I kind of don't want to have the same number one as you, so maybe I should do it. And Maybe you know who my number one is? Yes. Did you look? No, but it's it's kind of obvious who it is. Stinky. I swear I didn't look. Okay, I'll do I'll do it differently then. Just just so I can we all have the same most improved player. Uh, my number two is Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter. I Jr. forgot about him. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> I was like, well, obviously I know he's your number one. Yeah. But Michael Porter Jr. Uh, is in such a scenario to go off next year. Averaged 19 and a half points per game last year. Seven rebounds. Uh, dude is efficient as, as hell. Uh-huh. 54% from the field and 44.5% from three. The dude is 6'10", yeah. 6'11". Um, and he has a chance to average 25 next year. No Jamal Murray for at least the first half of the year, so he's going to be the number two guy. He's probably going to... And he might lead the team in points. Jokic did oh, average. he will. I mean, Jokic did average 26 a game last I year. I think, I, dude, Porter Jr. is a bucket. Yeah, I know. Um, and it's I'm really excited to see... Michael Porter Jr. this year. I moved him to number two so we can have different guys for the episode yeah. on Friday because you did forget about this other guy. Yeah, number one is Michael Porter Jr. for man. I, I'm really curious who I forgot. Number one is Keldon Johnson of the San Antonio Damn. Spurs. Damn. Uh, Just said, won a ring. As soon as you said DeJounte Murray, that's why I was like, okay, he probably don't even have Keldon Johnson. Yeah. It would be wild to have two Spurs this high. Um, But Keldon Johnson, I think he – I pick him because he is going to be a guy that does improve. I mean, he averaged 13 points per game last year. Improves like a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Takes that huge numbers jump. wise. Yeah. Uh, he averaged 13 points per game, six rebounds, two assists. Shot 48 percent from the field, 33 percent from three. Only played 28 minutes a game. He's going to play 34 minutes a night next year, and he might be the number one option. I mean, it's, this team is wide open. It could be Dejounte Murray. It could be Kelton Johnson. Could become a duo. He also played uh, on Team USA. You know, obviously yeah. that's that's something that a lot of people kind of forget about, I guess. 
Like he played, but with it is the highly valued in the world. It's huge. I mean, it's people huge. value that a lot. Like an NBA GM, and, and they it, played world. They love it. They he played against you know world in Euro basketball, which is a lot different than the NBA. He's a pretty good defender, uh, but I think he has potential to go from twelve or from thirteen points to eighteen or nineteen, eight or set you know eight rebounds, maybe three or four assists. I think Keldon Johnson is going to win most improved player. Yep, absolutely. Make sure you put an asterisk and like somewhere in TikTok like he forgot Keldon Johnson. Well, I mean, you have Dejounte Murray. It's obviously Facts. like it's Facts. pretty obvious. Yeah, it's that one of those two. Him. Dudes. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you can put both. No, you, you can't. can't have two dudes from the same team. I don't know unless it, I mean. I mean, low key though, they could both average twenty. Like that's only forty points yeah, a game they could. out of a hundred points. But Dejounte Murray probably averaged eighteen last year. So he like, did. Yeah, yeah, he did. 18, like, but he's going to be like, Yeah, yeah, I think he I'm is, so too. Excited. That's why I didn't put him on here strictly because I had Calvin Johnson. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it, though. Yeah, Park is blowing up your phone. It dude. just He just texted me once. It just popped oh, up twice. He just need, he uh, needs us. This is a longer podcast. We'll see you on uh, whatever day we do our... Sunday was when it'll be Yeah, uploaded. it'll be uploaded on Sunday, predictions episode. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yes, sir. Bye. Peace.